Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you guys on this Black Friday or the day after Thanksgiving. I hope you all had plenty of turkey and food, got in a coma, got a nap in, and just enjoyed time with family and friends and people you love. I'm bringing you this episode today. We were going to have some guests on. They got pushed back, but I'm excited for the several guests that I already have lined up. So looking out uh, upcoming podcast, I'm going to have a president club winner on here, um, multiple president club winner, and then also a territory manager at a very young age. So I'm very excited to be bringing on these guests here in the future. And also before we get started, I want you guys to know I'm very excited about a product that will be coming out here soon. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people lately and I wanted to make something that would help serve you guys and help you guys land the job that you're looking for. If you're that motivated person willing to put in the work, I want to be able to help you guys. Um, So I've been working on a special project that hopefully should be ready to go here within the next several weeks. Um, So I will keep you guys updated on that. But Let's get into it. Today's episode, I wanted to go in and make an episode. Um, like I said, I've been talking to a lot of people. I've, I've talked to over 100 people um, in probably the last three months of other people when I was applying that they were applying, they were calling me, we we're in the same position to now that I have the job, people apl- uh, calling me that they're applying to jobs. Um, and just what I've kind of seen the people who've gotten the jobs who have been successful to the people who haven't. And I just wanted to say um, what most applicants aren't doing, um, or I also had it labeled what applicants are doing wrong. Uh, so I just wanted to dive deeper what I see a lot of applicants doing or what they're not doing, uh, better to be said. And what they should change because these are really the big marks that I feel like are going to get help you get hired. So number one, it's like I've said it a million times on here, network. So I, I have a list. They don't network. They they just they, – they drop the egg. And, and then you guys, I want you to know – I've said it before. Every job offer that I, ca- that I got – came from a connection, came from somebody that I had reached out to, I had networked with, and I had connected with. And it might have not been directly with that person, but that person that I networked with, they knew somebody who they referred me to or they referred that person to me, um, thinking that I'd be a good applicant for that position or a position or that um, company. And so Again, most people don't do the networking. You know, there were several examples when I was applying to jobs um, and I was going through this job search. I would talk to other people that they would get my name and they would see my stuff I was doing on LinkedIn and they'd reach out to me and they're like, Yeah, so how many people have you reached out to? And I was like, You know, I've at that point, like a lot of times I was like, I've already talked to a hundred. So I probably reached out to, I don't know, 1500 people. And I'm like, What about you? And they're like, Oh, I reached out to two people. And one didn't respond like um, so again, right there, that is like where most people will drop the egg. They'll lose it. They they did. They're not doing the work. They think they're going to like annoy somebody. Again, this is where we always come back into sales. If you feel like you're going to annoy somebody, then I don't know if sales is for you because you have to be following up with people. You have to be reaching out. And again, you're just trying to get to the next yes. Uh, for a lot of this, especially getting hired, you just need one person to take a chance. So if you're scared of, you know, reaching out to one person, 
then you know we need to really rethink what we're doing here. So I, I say that because most people don't network and they don't network enough. You know, like I, I've talked to people, oh, I've called like three people. Cool. Everything I always say to people is I always had in mind I needed one person. So if I reached out to 200 people and I could talk to 200 people, if one of those uh, people that I reached out or one of those connections came through out of the 200, well, guess what? I still got that one job, you know, and that's, and that's all you need is that one job. So yes, it is almost a numbers game at this point because you're just trying to reach out to as many people because it's just like sales. You never know who's going to be the right person. For example, when I was on this, you know, I was reaching out to a lot of people. I, and I couldn't get a hold of this manager that I had been trying to get a hold of for a long time. And finally I got connected with somebody who actually used to be there ASRs. They used to work underneath them. And they're like, oh yeah, I talk to them every single day. Here, let me send them a text and I promise you they'll get back to you within a couple days. You know, like that was the big break, but I didn't get directly with them. I found someone who was connected and then that's how I got in touch with that manager. So it's the same thing for you guys. It's the sales. You got to be networking. You got to be reaching out. You got to be trying to put yourself out there. And then again, don't get discouraged when you guys get told no, nobody responds to you. Again, if we're playing numbers, I reached out to probably well over 3,000 people. I only got 180 to uh, respond back. So if you actually divide and get the percentage, it's pretty low, you know? Um, so one way to think about it. And then also, like from experience, I had a manager tell me, leave him the hell alone. Like that came an email via email. I got that because I had kept following up with him. And like, you know, the first couple emails was like, oh, I'm super impressed that you're like, you're, you're, uh, keep following up. You're doing great. Uh, you know, and then he was like, Hey, I don't have anything, um, available, you know, and then I would follow up a couple weeks later or maybe a month later. And, you know, one time it was just like too much and, and how I left it was like, thank you so much. Totally understand. Uh, if anything ever changes, let me know, have a great week, you know? So that's just part of sales. You got to be networking. You got to be putting yourself out there because that's, what's going to lead to the next opportunity for you. So, that's the number one thing I would say I see when I'm talking to uh, applicants or when I went through the application process and I talked to other people interviewing is they, they don't apply um, the, the same tenacity to networking as they want in this job. So um, number one, you guys need to network. Uh, the number one thing people don't do, they don't network. Number two, uh, most things that people do wrong. They don't research. They don't do any research. There's been a lot of times I've been on a phone call with somebody. They don't have any idea what a division is. They don't have any idea what the company, if they are in the interview process with the company, if I ask you what the mission statement and you said, I've never even looked at it. And you're like actually in the first interview, you're way behind. Like you need to research what companies you want to work for. You want to research, um, what division you want to work for, you know, like that's, that's probably the mo one of the most common questions I'm getting asked and asked right now is, Oh, can you tell me a little about the divisions? And I'm like, well, that's kind of your job for me. That's what I had to do. I reached out to so many people and each person's in a different one. You know, you might meet someone who's in vascular, you might meet someone who's in trauma. You might meet someone who's in capital sales. You might meet someone in, you know, urology. Like there's so many different divisions and with that, there's two things that come with that pay grade, like what you're going to be making. Yes, a lot of reps make similar, but like, you know, there's going to be 
some divisions that have the opportunity to make way more money than other divisions. But also with that said, there's a lifestyle with it. Usually I always joke around with people, more money, more problems, um, or more money, more stress, um, as I saw in the personal training game. And, but that's the thing, you know, like if you're looking at some of these divisions, like your life's going to be way more stressful compared to other divisions and you need to do the research. And now here's the number one question I get asked, how flip it back to networking. You have to reach out to people. You know, if you want to know about trauma, don't ask someone who's not in trauma, reach out and find someone in trauma and ask them about their life. You know, like there's no better person to talk to than a person living it. So that's my biggest thing. When I talk to, um, applicants that like there, there's been times I've talked to people who like, I'm going to go into this division and they've never even researched it. And I'm like, why do you want to go in that division? I don't know. It just looked cool. But well, what looked cool about it? Oh, I don't know. I just heard the name before. Like, that's not going to impress any manager that you're going up to, like, go an interview with. You're, why would you get the job? Like, just think you got to reverse engineer it. Like, especially if you're going up in these jobs, like, why would why would a manager want to hire you? You got to show that you did your research of like, hey, I want to work for this company because of ABC. Like, when I was interviewing, I had a list of companies that I wanted to work for. So... I narrowed in my sights on those lists. Instead of shooting everywhere, I had, hey, my top 10, my top 15, where I wanted to work. And so then I would go after those target companies and and know why I wanted to work with them. Was it their mission statement? Was it the opportunity for growth? Was it how they treated or what all the other um, employees that I had talked to that worked there, how they talked about the company, how great it was, you know, um, the earning potential. Like there's so many different things to research, but the best way to, again, learn about, you know, a company, uh, the division or like the the pay grade or the lifestyle is by networking and talking with people in the position. So again, it always comes back to that networking point. So again, number one is they don't people don't network. Number two, applicants don't research enough. Uh, they don't research the company. They don't research research the division, pay grade, lifestyle. Going into the number three, they you got they don't go the extra mile. And what I mean about this is like, I always used to tell people, would you want to go up against you in an interview? And now, even though this might sound cocky, like I'm when I was going up against me in an interview, no, I did not want to go up against a competitor like myself because, and I'll tell you why, because I reached out to over 3000 people, because I made an Excel sheet and kept over 180 people, because I spent hundreds of hours reaching out to people researching. I made a, I spent eight hours making a business plan. I went and paid $50 to get the business plan put into a book and hand it to a manager. I researched, I talked to so many different other people. I knew more. I had people tell me I knew more about a company or a product than they're even, they had reps in there that knew about it. So like, again, I always switched it and like, I went, I worked harder and learned more because I wanted to be the best candidate. So when I went up in for an interview, I was like, I'm the best person for the job. And that's how you have to think about yourself. You know, like you got to reverse engineer it. Would you want to go up against you in an interview? If you're that person who's like, I've reached out to five people. I kind of want to get into medical device sales. I, I, I think I want to work for this company. Like, me as a competitor, yeah, I want to go up against you because you're not prepared at all, right? Like that's how you have to start thinking. You got to be thinking like, would you want to go up against you? And and if you feel like when you ask yourself that question, man, I, I'd get crushed in an interview by 
like even like put me, I always compare me. Like, would you beat me out for an interview? Would you beat the guy out who spent hundreds of hours reaching out to reps? Would you beat the guy who ran a, ran a business by himself and ran it to a successful business? Would you beat the guy out who made an eight hour, took eight hours out of his day to make a business plan and a book that's 30 pages that had every detail that it needed in it? Like, would you beat me out? Again, not to sound cocky, this is just the mindset that you have to think about when you're going into the interview if you really want to land the job. If you just want to go in the interview and be like, oh, cool, I made an interview with a uh, medical device company, then then you don't have to. But if you're trying to be serious and really land the job, those are the things that show that you went the extra mile, that you researched, that you talked to other people in the position so you can learn about the position, that you know about the territory, that you know about the products. Like There's so many extra things that by just showing that little 1%, you're going to blow out all the other applicants. And that's why I always encourage people, you know, like be the hardest worker in the room because you know, you can be great at sales and you can be at talented, but like if you don't, it's, it's again, if you don't work hard at it, it, it goes to waste. So if you can be talented and show that you can make relationships with people, plus on top of that, work harder than anyone else, it's it's only a recipe for success. Um, so that's one thing that I just wanted to really touch on is make sure that you guys go the extra mile. That's number three, put in more work because I'll just be honest, most people are lazy. Like I talked to I've talked to hundreds of people and like when, when I, I'll never forget one time early in this journey when I like, I wasn't even, I hadn't landed a job yet, but I talked to a guy and a guy asked, um, how I had been reaching out and how I'd been landing interviews. And I told him and he's like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. And I'm like, well, yeah, it is a lot of work. So you're probably not ever going to get a job if you think that's a lot of work. Like that's just to get the job. That's not to not to actually be in the job and get paid and like get all the like all the other things with it. So again, you guys got to be willing to put in the work, be willing to uh, go the extra mile to be successful. And I promise you guys, if you are doing the other two plus that, it's only setting you up for success. And then finally, most people wait too long. This is this is huge, and and I've I've said this to a handful of people. The number one thing I think mistake is when looking for a job is people wait till it's posted, and then they're trying to scramble and be like, "Oh, I saw the job was posted three days ago with uh, this company. I'm trying to reach out and see who I can get with or who I can connect with." Well, if this we take it back to the very first one, networking. If you networked before, guess what? You probably would have networked for the job you were looking for and you before it was open, you would have already had connections. So when the job is open, you can text your net your network or the person, your connection that you have there and be like, hey, so this job is open. Can you put a recommendation in for me? And guess what? You're gonna fast forward every single person because you have a person who's that you'd probably be working with or on a team with or in the same uh, division in. And they're going to text that manager and right away you're on the radar of that manager compared to most people are going to go through a computer system when they apply and 99% of them get knocked out because they don't have the right stuff written on their resume and it's all computer based. So again, I always put it as a sport analogy. You want to be the player on the bench. You want to be the player sitting on a bench so when someone gets hurt or someone's tired and they need someone to sub in, you're the person they think of and pull off the bench to go in. That's what you want to be. And how you get to that spot is by doing all the networking beforehand. Like I networked for six months to have my job opportunities come later. 
right? Like everybody had seen my stuff for the last six months. And then they're, they're like, oh, this guy's been putting in the work. He hasn't quit. He still made these connections. Like it all started working together. I was the player on the bench and I had people reaching out to me because they remembered me or I was even following up with them. So I think that's one thing that you guys got to think about is be the player on the bench. Most people see it see a job posting, and then they try to respond within two or three days um, and, and try to get the job. I will just be honest. I would say probably 90% of the time, the manager already has their top candidate in mind or top three candidates in mind. Now, I'm not saying this doesn't mean you won't get a job, especially an associate sales rep. You like, there's a good chance you might, <clears throat> it might be a little higher for you to just apply. And if you had the right things on your um, resume, you might have a more opportunity to get an interview. But like majority of the times, it was the same back in strength and conditioning. Like the the guy who was hiring already had a person in mind. And if they didn't, they texted like they'll text a rep or like when I was in strength and conditioning, they would just text one of their buddies that's a coach and be like, hey, I'm hiring for this position. Do you know anybody good? And then that person would be like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. Right. So like same thing, like if I'm reaching out to a bunch of people and one guy really likes me and a manager calls him and says, Hey, do you know anybody? And he's like, Hey, yeah, Jacob. I know this guy named Jacob. He's real hungry. He wants to get in. Um, yeah, let me shoot you his contact information. Bam. Now I just got an interview for a job for a potential job. And that's how easy it works. And like, honestly, I'm doing this for people right now. Let's, I have a guy right now going through the interview process because of somebody I had connected with earlier. Um, they sent me a message and they're like, Hey man, really love your tenacity, how hard you work to get in. Um, do you know anybody who would be interested in this position um, for an associate role? And I said, yeah, I have someone. Because of that, that guy is now in uh, the top prospects for that job going through the interview process. So it, again, it's a connections. It's, it's not always what you know, it's who you know. Um, and how you find out who they are is by doing the networking, by reaching out to people, you know. So those are the top four or five things that I see people not doing, um, that if they did do that, their outcome would be way different. And even if you're not getting the job, like you're going to be getting interviews. And I promise you on that, like, because that's what I did. And I didn't get every job offer or job offer for everything I interviewed at. But guess what? I went through a lot of interviews. So it worked out perfectly because it's how life works is. If I would have gone for the job I wanted and that I landed my very first interview, I would have never got it because I was not prepared. I was not prepared for a medical device interview because they're intense. Like they ask you a lot of good questions. They they don't mess around. So by the time I'm in the 10th, 15th, whatever it is, and I get that those questions, I've already seen them before. So it's like playing in a game, you know, you do scout team, you've already seen the plays, you're just ready for it now to be live. That's what like these interviews for. And so that's why you want to be landing these interviews because most likely you're not going to land the first job you interview for. You're going to have to go through 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever it is. You know, I talked to people who had been interviewing for two years and they still hadn't landed a job. So, you know, it's it's not an easy industry to break into, but I promise you guys, if you if you take the tips that we're giving on this podcast, you know, especially with the one with Sarah, the ones that are coming in the future are going to be amazing because I'm talking to the guys that have broken, that are successful and that are staying successful 
And some of these guys have hiring powers. So you're going to look for what they're, they're going to tell you what they're looking for. And I promise you, everything we're saying on this podcast is what they say. They want someone who works hard, that knows how to make relationships, aka networking, they, that goes the extra mile, that's responsible, that wants to be for a company and, what, and knows why they want to work for a company and is a go-getter, a self-starter. Like that's what they're looking for in these positions. So I hope this helps you guys. I'm so excited to be bringing you the upcoming things in here in the future. Also with the upcoming guest that we're about to have the next several weeks. If you guys are on the podcast, please press that five star and uh, give me a review. Would love to hear your guys' feedback. And then also, if you guys are on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. I appreciate you guys so much. Again, continue reaching out to me. I'm getting flooded with people reaching out via LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube. It's amazing. I love it. I love connecting with you guys. Everybody who has reached out to me so far, I've gotten back to, um, and, and I'll just be real with you guys. I'm a real person. You know, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat things. So if you call me and you want answers, I will give you answers and I, and I will tell you what it's really like and who you're going up against. And that's just kind of how I like to, I like to keep it real. I don't want to sugarcoat and lie to anybody or give people false hopes. I just tell you really how it is. So again, if you guys have questions or you want to learn more, more, sorry, please keep reaching out to me, whether it's Instagram, um, LinkedIn, Facebook. Oh, and also I just started a new to medical device sales Instagram. So that will be posting. I already got a couple posts up on there. So you guys go to Instagram, like the Instagram, uh, page, which is new to medical device sales. We will be posting, you know, all the new upcoming things that we're having, plus the guest. We'll do recaps. So I'm looking forward to just continuing to grow this. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out and ask. Until next time, you guys, I hope you have a fantastic week. Peace.